This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. From your TV, guys, look for Kelly and Company. Eastlink customers, channel 887. And Rogers Mountain customers, you guys can find us on channel 889. Wherever you are out there, you can follow us around, folks. AMI.ca slash audio is the right place to find out what, in your area, your cable provider is uh, streaming us. So you can listen in to Kelly and Company. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, hosts of the program. Well, you can count on us on Fridays to give you some audiobook recommendations and upcoming audiobook news and trends. Let's bring on Ryan Huey. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? My name is Ryan Huey. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, and we talk all things audiobooks. Hey, Ryan. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. It's a very nice that it's a Friday and I'm hearing it's good weather outside but good weather or not we're in some good time for audiobook listening oh my goodness the month of November seems to be really great for this because you got your upcoming holidays you have Black Friday you have the American Thanksgiving and that seems to be when all of the newer audiobooks are, are being released and they're flying off virtual shelves everywhere so guys look out for those sales look out for those new releases because i've seen a ton of stuff that i can't even keep up with and uh, my to read list as we say every week is growing even more i can't get through them fast mm-hmm. enough so okay. i think i'm gonna have to stop looking i have a challenge for you um in the next year ryan i would love it if you could and we have visited this trying to figure out because we look at all the specials, all the gimmicks, all the, the PR that goes on to get people into audiobooks, which we love. We think it's fantastic. But I have to ask the question, is there really now a month? You know, they talk about the NFL, that there's always like something month. going on. But what is the worst month? Because in January, you know, we know it's a good time to move on pushing people who are maybe feeling the January blues and stuff like that. You've got so many different dates, obviously, that you Mother's Day, Father's Day, that you can roll stuff around. But and, and so you're, you'd have to be hard on this because, you know, that this time of the year, there's going to be plenty of sales. September, we were talking how big things were and some of the things rolling out. Is there July or somewhere that we know we want great audiobook sales and people reading them and listening to stuff. But is there one month where it is kind of quieter? You know what? I'm really glad that you're asking me this question because I thought when I mentioned my to read list, I thought you were going to challenge me to not buy anymore until I get under a certain <laughs> number. And I was, I was, I Look, was like, Cooey, oh, that no, would be, that would be like, cruel to do to you. Like, oh my gosh. Be? <laughs> but to answer your question, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think you can roll into so many things and I, you're, you're right. You know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all those sorts of things. But what I really think is there's a couple of times that go above and beyond that. So your September for back to school, your November for Christmas, uh, your June for audiobook uh, month. I think those are your three big ones right now. But that's not to say that people aren't buying audiobooks because they're they're always seem to be flying off the shelves and you know there's always people loving their uh their favorite authors and favorite narrators so trying to get their their stuff and their work to the top of the list i really think that that's kind of a little bit more of what's going on too and i think that publishers 
uh, authors and narrators themselves are actually figuring that out and saying, hey, we need to push this. Maybe we'll release it at this time. So there isn't really a slow time anymore. No. And you can mm -hmm. kind of bridge it in with anything, right? So maybe there's a parenting book you can do. Hey, it's a Father's Day um, such and such kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's, uh, I, I think you're right. I think it's just going to keep getting better and better. But if I had to suggest three times, it would be probably June, September, and November would be the three times where a lot of stuff comes out. Um, and yeah. rightfully so. Well, and it's yeah, tough with because the literary you've got your good reads and, and stuff too. too, right? Right, like you got in, in, in the winter, you got good reads, you got so many reasons. Yeah. And schools pushing certain things at certain times. And then as the publishers fall into when they're going to have their gimmicks. Well, and it's easier than ever to promote your book, right? It's, you know, what, 100 characters on Twitter or so and post a picture and boom, look, it, could, it goes out to potentially millions, even billions of people, right? And it's like, well, maybe I should try this book, uh, depending on who sees it and, and where, right? And then people can share that with two clicks of, of their finger. And um, it's really, really easy when you think of, you know, back in the early 2000s, where you're promoting an audio book, it took a little bit more uh, oomph, right? It was a little bit more than just, oh, wait, we got this computer in our pocket, and we're gonna, well, we're gonna go Well, at that point, you were here. still convincing people that audiobooks were a thing. <laughs> And now so many people are on audiobooks already. And the other thing, too, is in, in a broader literary sense, there are short lists coming out like that last quarter of the year is all shortlists and award seasons and anticipated books, as you said. So as all these things come out, people are diving um, to read more to get all that stuff in before the next year. And you know what? And it's never enough, right? Because you yeah. always know that there's always that marketing play where it's like, hey, you know, do your do your reading challenge and you want 50 books. Oh, look, you got 35 yeah. last year. Let's customized. do Yeah. So it's like more and yeah. more. Exactly. Yeah. There's so it's, much it's, customized availability for you for sales as well as, um, you know, algorithms to read like what to read next. So absolutely. It's pretty awesome. So we took let's a get in on week it. Off. Behind the scenes I know of I was going to say. Ramya. Yeah, there's the audio book, <laughs> exactly. complete with bloopers. <laughs> complete with bloopers. Every day is a blooper, right? I was just going to say, you so, might as well just listen to the full two yeah, hours. pretty much. So, <laughs> listen, we didn't talk to you last week. You were too busy for us, but that's okay. You're back with some amazing stuff. So what is, what's happening? As we know, Audible is probably our trendsetter, right? What they do, everyone is, seems to be a close second for the most part, right? Generally speaking. And I think this idea is super cool. And it's sort of a spin on a different idea, but they're bringing some stuff back. And I really think this is going to go over well. I think uh, I'm super pumped about it. And uh, it seems that uh, there was a lot of comments on the the articles I was reading and the, and the Twitter posts and the, the Facebook posts that I was reading as well. But I really think that this one's really going to hit it on the nose and they're going to hit it out of the park with this one because it's uh, such a cool idea. I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. Okay. What's happening? Is it a collaboration? Sort of. Uh, so have you heard of a, a kind of a famous author, Charles Dickens? Yeah, I've heard um, of that guy. He's got, yeah, yeah right? So, he's got, yeah. A, few, he's got mm -hmm. a, few, a few pretty good books, right? So they're bringing sort of a facelift to some of his stuff. Um, they're partnering. <laughs> Insulting. With, well, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I they're bringing, they needed a facelift. <laughs> right. But it's interesting because they're going to put a little bit of a modern spin on it and they're bringing in some big names. 
So okay. uh, there is a producer, uh, sort of director, uh, Sam Mendez. If you're not familiar with his work, uh, he was the director on 1917 and American Beauty, won two Oscars there. He's the director on this. And it's really cool what they're doing because they're going to be full cast. And Kelly, you're really going to like this because I think this is the coolest thing is that well, there's two parts here. They're filming, they're recording it in the Audible Studios, which is down the street from where everything takes place, using state-of-the-art Dolby sound for uh, all of the the cast members and everything. However, here's the cool part: they're going outside and integrating modern London sounds into the story to give nice. it that theatrical oh, kind of very, feel. You're gonna very get nice. You're going to get the background noise. You're going to get the people talking, the, uh, the the traffic going by, the this and that. But what's even cooler is that the first book is Oliver Twist. They're releasing three titles, and Oliver Twist is set to come out next Tuesday. So I would assume all everything's done. It's just kind of a waiting game. They haven't released the other two titles, which we'll get to that. Um, but you know what? It's really cool because it's going to take part in the neighborhoods mentioned in the Oliver Twist story. So but they're going to get real sound. Yes, the mm-hmm. modern neighborhood. So the 20, we'll say 2021, 2022, depending on when they when they actually recorded it, it into the story. And I'm not much of a sound effects guy, but to get the real life stuff, not the, hey, made by a mixer stuff, I really think this is cool. And I, I can't wait to see what it sounds like. Yeah, there'll be a lot of captured great sounds of those neighborhoods. And depending, like you said, in those neighborhoods, there's unique things. There's things that people who know, and and I think we, we are always underselling how many people have been to London, England, or how many people who have lived there. I think you're talking a lot of people will know different sounds that make that up to, for the authenticity. And when you think of the neighborhoods that are mentioned Back in the, you know, uh, what is it, 1860s, I guess, 1840s, um, you know, you're now hearing them now. And with that sound around us that so many people, and we've talked about this, Ryan, people are used to podcasts, people are used to, you know, great sound running out and buying AirPod Pluses and whatever, so that for the sound and understanding more reality sound and stuff around you and virtual. So I I think that there'll be so many people soaking this in with their sound systems or popping their their, uh, buds on and really enjoying that element of it. And you know what? Another part of it that I'm really interested to see is do they kind of liven it up a bit bit to be, you know, in the 2020s, right? So yeah. obviously the language we've used in the 1800s is much different than what we're using now. I'd like to actually see a little bit of that, but as to not change and stray too far away from the no. original Oliver Twist. It's such Twist. a like, great gotta... story that yes. I, yeah. I, you know, the most you might do is change up some of the verbiage, I guess, and, and that kind of thing. I'd still like to see it very rough as it was equivalently i mean you know like there wasn't uh, the what we know as foul language in that sense but there was certainly harsh t- uh, talk and 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 violence so i would love that the overtone that was there to be still be there but it to be something that all can listen to no and and i think that's the key i think that's what audible's going for is that they they have marketed this as um i guess they're calling it an audiobook an audiobook for all ages so i don't think it gets too much into the you know censorship kind of talks but i think you're right they they got to kind of keep it toe that line where okay we're going to make it new and exciting but we can't stray too far away from the story but we want to keep 
let's say the younger crowd, the tweens, the the twenty somethings engaged um, as they were back in the day, right? And I think that with this sound, like you said, um, and then with the use the use of outdoors, this is a new kind of idea. Like let's get some live sounds incorporated into it, and then just going back to it. Could you imagine if you're listening to this and all of a sudden you hear yourself in the background? Like that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, I, yeah. right? You just, uh, just all of a sudden you're like, I think that was me, or yeah. uh, I, I think it's going to be really, really uh, an interesting kind of thing. But what interests me, and I don't really like the suspense in this sense, is they haven't released the other two titles. And I'm going through his work and I'm like, oh, that would be a good one. And if they're going along the same lines, right, of, hey, we're going to incorporate the outdoor noises, we're going to have uh, a whole new cast, we're going to switch up the, uh, the language a bit like what about a christmas carol or what about like uh david copperfield like there's so many that i'm, mm-hmm. I'm sad they're only picking two right i think that uh they could if this really catches on i could see this turning into almost some sort of realism theatrical series type thing and i think it could catch fire to to bring on other stories mm-hmm. into into something like this you might be able to predict which ones based on what you're telling us now that their their methodology and the way they're they're doing them. Um, it would be very interesting because you see here, you know, Fagan's Den, the area of, of, of England where where that was in Jacob's Island, that or what they referred to as then. So I I really wonder if that might be the telltale. If you know your uh, books, um, you might be able to figure it out what they're going to do, and, and not even based on well, which ones are the top selling three. Right. And I don't think I don't want to say I don't think it matters which ones are the top selling three, but I think mm-hmm. you're looking more towards the the story and how they can incorporate the this new sort of setting and sound um, into into the story. And I think that's what they're kind of going to be looking for. So it might not necessarily be, you know, a tale of two cities uh, or, or one of those big time titles that uh, that that they that everyone knows and loves. Right. But I think that probably Sam Mendes as well would have a say in this and say, no, I think we should do this story because this, this, and this, because the, you know, if he's the, the person behind everything, I think that he'll be able to put something together and, and really get after it kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a, a great project to get fresh uh, faces to listen to same things by, you know, Charles Dickens or anything like that, right? I think of Shakespeare and that kind of thing too. And this is obviously not like that, but um, similarly, so where you're trying to get modern, um, and younger people to listen. Right. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Have a great weekend. You too. Talking about Charles Dickens's work being uh, reproduced through Audible with Sam Mendes, and it's the retell of Audible, our Oliver Twist that we were talking about. There's some amazing books that we wouldn't even know about, really, or probably peg off. So it'll be interesting if to it figure wasn't that for an out. Interpretation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Up next, ladies and gentlemen, let's revisit and uh, weigh in on conversations that we uh, had during the past week. But we've got a special edition, kind of the conversation that was cut due to time. Stick around. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.